Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about your aura in alignment. What does it feel like to be in alignment? You know, we talk a lot about what it feels like to heal or fix ourselves. But what does it feel like to feel good? Because we have to know how that feels so that we can try to get to that state and create more of it. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So this is very interesting, this alignment stuff. You know, a few months ago, I think I asked, you know, what's my aura? Yeah. And you told me it was blue and there was like thunderclouds in there and there was fog, hail, sleet, and, and, you know, anything. You know, there was a tornado in there or whatever, hurricane. So how's, how's it today? Well, and that's why I'm glad we're doing this episode because it's very aligned. Actually, your red is like very to the forward part of your energy field and it's very feisty and bright. And if I didn't know you and when I see people's like one aura color over another, just a little bit more, I guess, prominent. um, And if it was red, I would say you're establishing new ideas your you have maybe a little bit more energy okay. than usual towards them it, so where's the blue then where does the blue go blue's totally there it's very calm right now it's taking a backseat to the red but that's okay not everybody always not everyone's aura colors always work in tandem with one another like sometimes one will stay forward. Sometimes one will move back. Yours is always has an issue with balance. I think okay. like that's just who you are as a person. And it's just so funny now that I think about it, how it metaphors out to you as a person. Oh gosh. Yeah. Here like if you think about it. Oh boy. No, because like just like with all your stuff in life, it's either one thing or another. It's either everything's like hyper awesome or just like really sad. Okay. Like it's it, it, it's kind of your extreme personality, how you work. Um, you're always okay. like walking that line between the two right. moods, but right now, right now it's pretty even. Yeah, it's, it's a little pretty more good. A little blue. more red, but it's it's good. It feels good, okay. and you feel in control and in charge of yourself. Okay, and there's no other color. I did a lot of gardening yesterday, trying did to get you? some green. In- no, but <laughs> I have been trying to get the green in there. Still, no other colors ever permeated the red or the blue. It's good. Yeah, never, never. No. All right. Well, this is very interesting because I I do really feel aligned this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll tell you guys why. All okay. right. Like, because everyone wants to know, right? Yeah. Why, they're why like Scott sitting aligned? there. They're like, well, why, Scott? Like, please tell us. Okay. So <laughs> and, I, and then other people are just pressing the foot forward button. Right. <laughs> and, and feel free to do that. It does not bother me, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, look, everyone, I think most, most people know by this now, by now that I was a teacher. Mm. My degree was in history. I got my master's in history. But two years ago, I retired from teaching to take on a full time thing with you to do this yeah. full time. So I do all the PR. I do all the management of, of the business. Yeah. Um, I'm it's also, us. Yeah. Just, yes. <laughs> and Wave Podcast Network. Sure. Yes. And I, um, you know, I'm also an international sex symbol. We know that. <laughs> so I got that on my plate. I'm a, I'm a major influencer. <laughs> you are. Yes. I'm, yeah. <laughs> huge influencer. And I also have Amish ties that I, you know, that I, that I have to go to. But anyway, all right. <laughs> Putting all that aside. This week, it all kind of aligned for for the PR and like the management. You know, we we got a lot of we got a lot of good press this week. Uh, you know, four or five articles came out. You know, and, and it makes me really proud. I'm really proud of you and oh. and what we do here. And you know, set up a lot of good meetings this week. Uh, and then I had some like incredible ideas come to me. You know, on a, on a walk that I took and you know was meditating. So everything really felt in alignment this this week. Um, you know, the, the week before, no, but this week, yes. And I, I guess, which is, which is good because there's a lot of, you know, for me, there's a lot of lulls. And, I, you know, there is also that downtime where, um, you know, because my background is in history. Yeah. I'm, I was a, you know, like I said, a history teacher for 20 years. And here I am trying to do PR and management. And, you know, I have a little bit of time. Even, the, even my red self has some imposter syndrome oh, going yeah, on. For because sure. yeah. what do I know about PR? What do I know about marketing? I don't know anything right. about that stuff. And, you know, you know so, you know, I, I do, there's time where just it, nothing clicks. Just you know? to establish for yeah. people listening, sure. how this works is I do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I see colors around people. Um, 
And that's it. Like, I do readings. And if it weren't for you coming in, none of you would know about it on a bigger scale. Like, because of you, Scott, you're the one that's like, from the beginning, has always been like, hey, maybe more people should know about this. Or maybe you should reach out to this person or that person. Or maybe we should make try to connect to get an article written about that. Or Like, that's you. Like, I wouldn't know how to do that. And I wouldn't even understand who to write to or how to write because I don't like to talk about myself or anything like that. So your red aura is very much like, okay, well, I'll just do it. Right. And it can't, and, and through a lot of trial and error, you have become kind of everything at once, like PR management, all that. Like that's what you do for us. And it's just because your red aura doesn't quit. <laughs> like that's pretty much <laughs> right. why. Okay. And I do want to say, you know, you do much more than readings. <laughs> she I really am. simplified that people. She, I couldn't do any of this stuff if she didn't have the incredible talent um, that she had. Well, obviously and we you need, make it easy for we me need each do. other. Okay. All right. But, but that being said, you know, going back to that little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, as doing the PR, let's just take the PR for a second. I, again, I have no background in PR. There's probably people that are listening to this that have, you went to school for it. They, yeah. They know every ins and out of all the social media. You're I know nothing like of that. Right. Emails like, hey, hey, you want to know about Mystic Michaela? <laughs> That's your emails. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> sure. Thanks. And in the, in the downtimes, when you're, we're not aligned and getting, you know, four articles or five articles in a week and, you know, you haven't hit anything for a while and you've reached out to you know people and they just never wrote you back or, yeah. they, or they just tell you most things are a ghost you know yeah most <laughs> things are a ghost sometimes yeah. they tell me to you know screw myself but it's <laughs> rare very it. rare like maybe once okay, actually maybe once, maybe once. or maybe sometimes once. they just tell me get you know go away <laughs> they're just like, like no yeah. it's not happening well i have a rule okay i have my, my <laughs> adhd my ocd does have a rule and the rule is like if you don't if i write you a nice letter and yeah. you don't write me back i'm gonna go i'm gonna write again You're like, oh you know? maybe you didn't get it yeah maybe you didn't get it <laughs> maybe it got lost maybe you were on the plane when it got delivered and you know you just like, didn't get ghosting it. isn't an answer yeah. i yeah. need to be told off right so <laughs> you know when i'm in alignment then i'll go and write to you again <laughs> right so like actually that and that's what happens like i i'm I'm big on momentum, so if I'm in alignment, yeah. you're gonna. That's when I start doing all my but stuff. But then you gotta always watch desperation. Yeah, desperation. All right. Yeah, that's your. Yeah. That's when. That's when we go back into yeah. the but into the you, other side of things. Yeah, but if you tell me no, like you're like, hey man, it's a no. Okay, no way this is ever happening. Okay, just get over it. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> okay. then you'll maybe, be like, oh, maybe I'll stop. Okay. Maybe I'll stop. So you know when these 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 things happen, you know I guess that's when my blue probably comes out and. You know, I get that imposter syndrome and I feel, all right, well, maybe, you know, maybe I really do. Maybe I should just hire a PR person. Maybe yeah. I should hire a management person. And, you know, my red has a conflict with that, obviously. Yeah, That's your why red's we, like, no. You know, we could have done that. We could have went that road and then I start feeling down on myself. Like, am I really good enough to be a PR person? Am I really good enough to be a manager for this business? You know, maybe this is just something I'm, my ego's getting in the way and I shouldn't, uh, I should just give over the reins and my red's just, you know, you know, hand it over to a real professional who went to school for this, who studies this, who does this on a, on a daily basis. And then I feel like you can, maybe I'm letting you down or something. Oh. So, but I like that you do it. Cause like know. we get things that are authentic to us and that yeah. hit us and aren't like we, anything we do is like, because we're like on a whole other level. We're like, well, that's so cool. You know? Yeah. And I think like, Sometimes hiring other people, you have to kind of do more sellouty things, which isn't yeah, which well, isn't and I, our jam. And I also feel like no one can sell you better than me. I mean, at the end of the day, I, <laughs> I, you know, I know everything you know about you. I know how you work. I know what yeah. you can do. I know what you can't do. Right. And I know that you are just one in a million. Oh, so sweetie. So it's easy to sell. Well, you're but, in a good spot this yeah. week. I have to say. Um, episode 77, we talked about imposter syndrome. I had to put that in there. But like ever since the, um, episode 131, the speaking your truth, when I was talking to you all about my spiritual download with like my throat chakra thing, I had like a really great two weeks after that. I have to say just like, just not even you're talking, you measure it in like articles or like that. I measure it more in just my, my vibe feels a lot higher. Um, I just feel like more at peace and calm. Yeah. And more into my big thing is like i don't like to chase i like to attract so i feel more that place and i feel like i've been able to stick up for myself a little bit more in personal situations which have which has been very helpful to me 
in ways that's compassionate and kind. So I feel like it's interesting when you take a lot of your empowerment and and you're doing this too. Like when you take empowerment and you're like, well, what can I do versus like environmental stuff that I can't control? I find that the more you work on yourself and the more you kind of feel good inside, the more happy things happen around you. Yeah. So yeah. No, no, definitely. And yeah, you, I mean, we both come at it from totally oh, yeah. different things. I mean, when, when, for me, when all the, the articles come out and everything, I take great pride in it. And then all of a sudden, oh, I read. Yeah, you know, no, I know you yeah. do. But my red starts getting competitive with people that I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's like, weird. I just beat all you PR people. Yeah. I just crushed you all. You would yeah. have never done this. You're like, see? Yeah. I don't need a PR person. Yeah, that, well, that's what happened. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and we're like, okay, nobody was like yeah. selling you on it. At no, all. yeah, I got the Rocky theme song going in my head. And, you know, I'm on top of the world. So. <laughs> But then, of course, in those old times, you know, you, you know, I go back to that. Should I hire the PR person? And then, you know, I'm just like. But then, I mean, I whenever I'm having like low times or slumps, those that's always when I get my most. Um, I don't know. I, I've learned to appreciate them. Yeah. Even when times I'm not in alignment, I've learned to appreciate those times because I get such amazing. I don't know. Like I like to explore the depths of my sorrows <laughs> to see what gems <laughs> live in there. And I always get my best lessons that way. And then right. I try to get you to do it too. But you're like, all right. you're well, just not open to that. All right. Well, I'm going to go play <laughs> Nintendo 99, whatever they're up to now, 107, whatever, okay. to get some green in my aura. Try to get that green in there. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'm going to go for gamer green. Going for gamer yeah, green. Yeah, I went for, I don't know what Gar- what's Garcy Green called. I don't know. That's nature, like nature, nature. Nature green. Nature green. Now I'm going to go for gamer, gamer green. green. If that doesn't work, I'm going to try chameleon green. But <laughs> Can you try CEO green? I'll try, yeah, I should try CEO green. <laughs> I like all right. that. All right, we got a couple ads, and then when we come back, we're going to see if your pets are aligned. We, what we did was uh, we put a couple about a month ago for the pet episode. You guys put your pets in. We got about 2,500 pictures, and we're going to choose some of those. Over on the Facebook page. On the thread. Facebook page, yeah. Hey, Scotty. All right, so let's check out to see if your pets are aligned. So, again, yeah. a couple of months ago, we put on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family on Facebook. We asked to send in your pets. The ones, and this is kind of funny because we were, you were looking which ones to choose, and we were in Panera Bread just having my bagel, my coffee, and I'm like, oh, just pick that one. And you're like, well, no, I have to pick the ones that talk to me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's like, Yeah, like, no, no, that one's not talk. This one's talking to me. I'm like, what are they saying? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> like, I got to get the ones that are more like talkative. And, and the funny part about that is for the, for the first part of that conversation, I was like, oh, this is perfectly normal. Like it was not, not a big deal. Like right. you were just talking about talking to dogs <laughs> and cats and you were telling me how you talked to a cow once and how you talked to a horse. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden like you're doing your thing so I leave you alone. And I'm drinking my – sipping my coffee and I'm like, I just had a conversation <laughs> where my wife told me she's speaking to cats. Well, <laughs> on the thread and just so you guys know, over on the Facebook group, it's the Mississippi Kayla Spiritual Facebook group. We have that thread. And if you put a picture of your cow or your bunny or your horse, they have eyes on the side of their head. And I need to see at least one eye in order to read them. So, like, I get, like, the the face shot. So that's what I was telling you about. Yes. And and if you would have told me that, (laughs) let's say 15. And I'm, like, annoyed. I'm, like, oh, I wish I had their eye. If you would have told me that, let's say, you know, 15 years ago, I probably would excuse myself, said, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And then made a beeline for the door. That's why you didn't hear about my crazy psychic family until like I think month three. Right. And then we weren't sure if you were coming back. Right. But now it's like, oh, it's normal. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. She just needs an eye. All right. Let's get into the first pet. (laughs) She just needs an eye. She needs an eye, everybody. All right. All right. All right. So I had to start with Katie B, her cat named Chloe. This is what she writes. My sweet Chloe, or as as I affectionately call her, Bubba. I adopted her last June and found out that she's 14 years old. You'd never guess it, though, because she's full of energy, super chatty, and has a big personality. I love this girl with all my heart and know we were destined to find each other. And looking at Chloe slash Bubba, the meat, (laughs) she's really a funny looking cat, but, um, I feel like she was with some old lady. That's the first thing. So I don't know what happened. Like, I'm getting previous life stuff. Um, and again, like, when animals talk to me, you, you got to go back to the pet episode, which is, um, did your animals choose you? It's a great 
I just, I really explained a lot about how pets talk to me, but the way that she's talking to me is she took care of this person and it's not a sad memory for her. They don't hold on to stuff like that. It's just something that happened, but there's something with an older woman. It feels like, I don't know, something happened there. Anyways, she feels like she tells Katie what to do a lot. So when she's chatty, she's telling Katie, this is what's going on. This has to go here. This has to go there. She also feels like she just is talking. Like she hears Katie talk. So she's talking too. That's what we're doing, right? Like she doesn't understand in her head that like, you know, Katie's speaking English and Chloe's like, oh, no, you're just making noises. I'll make them back at you. Uh, I also randomly, and I don't know what this is. I feel like this might have something to do just because she's a long haired cat. So sometimes my logic gets in there, but I am getting something with a, now this happens to me. Sometimes it's like my front, right, my front, right paw. My, my right hand is actually what it is, but it, it would be like her front, right paw. I'm getting some sort of sensation there. Not sure. It feels more like, I don't know if she likes to lick this paw a lot or she uses it a lot to communicate or open things or do something with it. Uh, she's very, she feels very smart is what I'm getting. So she is chatty and she just feels a little bossy, but I like her energy a lot. She's right. fun. Okay. All right. I'm going to do my reading on Chloe oh, now. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I feel, I do feel that Chloe is aligned. I think I feel her aura <laughs> Oh yeah. It's supposed to be about alignment. I, oh, they're all aligned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to say something. Um, <laughs> I also feel that Chloe might've had too much catnip in this picture. <laughs> She got into the secret stash. It was right next to the dad grass. And I feel that she got into the stash of catnip. She does feel like a late night wanderer around the house. And I know all cats do this, but she seems like she's insistent upon a company when she does it. And and we will put these pic. They are on the Facebook page now, but we will also put them up. Oh, yeah. I'll screenshot all these and make them one post so you can see who I read. And then hopefully the, the owner's chime in about what i said okay all right who's next next is rachel with her dog audrey audrey has one good eye and one bad eye she says so looking (laughs) at audrey when i audrey has such a vibe she's got so much going on in life okay this is like what she's kind of showing they don't talk they give me energy so i just get this kind of like wow like overwhelmed really in the best way possible because dogs love a job. And I feel like Audrey has many jobs. And I do feel like she puts up with certain people in the house that do wear on her. But it is her job to make sure they're okay. And she does this by putting up with – it's probably kids – by putting up with them and making sure that they're okay. And I get – she has a pre- – There's my nose is bugging me. And, yes, all dogs smell, but I'm getting some sort of – smells almost sour and it bugs her now i think I, they definitely have they, they must have children i just see kids toys or something in the background so obviously there's kids but i wonder if audrey hate is, is like a diaper alert dog like kind of like the di- like mom diaper diaper fix it like that or something because i feel like she hates the smell when somebody needs a diaper change and she has to alert. She just feels very sensitive to that and it feels like one of her jobs. And I know she's, she seems a little, she's got like puppy energy forever slash mom energy. So she feels like she's just like an overworked mother. Actually, she might be really taking on a lot of Rachel's vibes where it's like, I am overwhelmed. I'm doing a lot around here. Um, There's a lot going on. So that's Aubrey. She's definitely mom's right hand lady okay all right so i'm now looking at audrey's picture as well and this is what i'm getting okay i feel that audrey needs a night out audrey does yeah that's actually what i feel i feel like me and her (laughs) should go down to the bar do a couple shots of whiskey (laughs) let loose for a little bit audrey you know talk about our dreams and passions and goals and things like that yeah (laughs) i was thinking more of like a spa day for audrey where nobody bothers Mm, her maybe yeah you're Um, you're probably right (laughs) pool Mimosa. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Oh, Kelly's dogs were very funny. Kelly D. Okay. On the left, Henry. On the right, Hildegard. Okay. So it's it's basically like she posed them in some sort of poinsettia Christmas photo, which I thought was great. (laughs) Hildegard is the absolute most perfect dog in every way imaginable. And Henry is the annoying little brother she never asked for or wanted. Okay. So looking at Henry, actually, though, he's got... Henry 
is actually the most talkative. He feels like he has to, he has an insecure alpha vibe. So I'm not quite sure what that's about. Like he feels like he has to be in charge, but he doesn't know how to be in charge. And Hildegard has more of a vibe like she ignores him or something. So I get that even though they live together and they, you know they're bro- they're little brothers or whatever, she feels like she has to like ignore him and dismiss him and she won't pay attention to him, which makes him get even more annoying or nudgy or he'll do things on purpose to get attention, which are working, by the way. So I feel like Henry does stuff in order to get attention. So he's kind of learned that negative attention is attention. And I do get him having a bit of a busy mouth. So I feel like this is kind of him talking or yipping or making noises and a little bit, not in an aggressive way at all, but a little bit of a chewing or a nipping thing because of anxiety. Uh, Henry just has a lot to say. And I feel like he needs more of a job. Like he needs something to do. He needs to feel important because Hildegard feels like she's, knows her place in the house and she might even be called upon to do certain things uh, in the house because she feels like she's very important and necessary. And Henry feels like he wants to be, but nobody's like made him be important yet. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? All right. Well, I, I get like a... In a I Henry's get a, not in alignment. No. <laughs> yeah. Henry is not in alignment. I feel that Henry possibly could be some sort of hot mess purple. And Hildegard, I think, is very yellow. He, he, yeah, he's a yellow. And I think the communication is between this yellow and purple, and it's just they're, they're going at it. Well, mom's a yellow. Oh, mom's a yellow. Okay. So I think, like, Hildegard. Um, more like mom? Yeah, Hildegard is more like mom. Okay. Like, like, they get each other. You know, she's going to pose for this photo. It's great. Henry's like, wait a second. Yeah, a little more hot mess yeah, purple. Because you can see, like, I'm looking at their, like, little bow ties, and Hildegard look perfect. <laughs> And then Henry looks like, you know, I just stumbled out of the bar with Aubrey. So. <laughs> so. Okay, so those are those two. Yeah. They're funny, though. Um, oh, okay. Then I wanted to read Lola, which is a dog that passed. Kendra, Kendra's dog. This is Lola, our first baby, the best dog ever. She was a pit bull boxer mix, but we think she must have been human in a past life. Strangers were fearful of her rough-looking exterior, but she had such a soft heart for humans. She passed in late 2020, and for the following year, I felt her presence so, so strongly, especially in our backyard where she liked to soak up the sun. I haven't felt her as strongly since discovering the podcast late last year, and I wonder if she has started her next life elsewhere, or maybe she's following our daughter now that she started school our little family still misses her every day she was amazing so looking at lola's picture and i wanted to do a dog with mediumship because they do talk to me the same as when they're alive um and it's just because how they are so pure energy and they they go through energy waves so perfectly so lola comes through like a mom she's a mom to the family to the kids she felt so important in her life she was made to feel dogs like jobs i talk about this on that other episode a job for a dog is even like, come get the mail with me or let's go pick up the kids together or let's any, like they, that's a job to them. So, or let's put the baby down for a nap. That's a job. So anyway, so Lola had a lot of jobs and she felt very, very important. I do get, she's funny though. She was a dog, but understood that she was a dog. So some dogs have some sort of meta awareness that they are a dog even though they identify more with humans and they like to be more like humans. So Lola to me feels like she was another parent to the kids. And she also feels like she was really nurturing towards Kendra and, and, and the family that way too. I feel like with her passing, cause she just bring me, obviously she's older. I feel like the, she held on as long as she could and then had to tell them it was time herself. And I feel like she was fading anyways and she had to say, like, listen, you know, in, in that dog way that they tell us, like, I'm done. And they do that by not eating and just, like, look. And I just get that, like, just her giving eyes to mom and being like, it's time. I wonder if she was with a, a man, though, when she passed. I don't know if, if uh, Kendra's husband or something took took Lola because I'm getting, like, a male energy around her at the very end. And she just wants everyone to know she's safe and okay. Why they don't feel like they come through sometimes. She's very much around because she's she's talking to me. So she's very much around you. They don't stay with me. They're talking to you. Why they don't come around as much is um, they're there, but, like, they – there is another side. And I get her – 
<laughs> Even though she was, uh, I do get her, ha- I know all dogs have issues with squirrels and things in their yard, but Lola feels a little particular about her yard. Anyways, and who's in it? Because she's showing me on the other side, like she gets to do that all the time, be on high alert and move quick and chase things out or whatever she liked to do. Um, I get her digging, you know, things like that. So they, they go to the other side and spend more time there, but they're, they always greet us when we come. All right. That's Lola. That's Lola. I mean, all I could add is she looks like an amazing doesn't she? she? Amazing dog, yeah. I know. All right. Yes. All right, who do we got next? All right, who we got next? I think we got Bieber. Bieber. Okay, so Galen. <laughs> I love this. This is my boy Bieber. Yes, like Justin. My constant companion since I adopted him in 2011. Even though our souls are connected, so I know him well, I would love to have an official reading. Okay, so Bieber. I mean, I just picked him too because even though he's got kind of a Lola vibe in that, knows that he's um a dog but also understands humans more in a way beaver feels very stubborn so i get a very set in his way dog if you tell him something he will decide when he wants to do it if he wants to do it he also feels like that type of dog again that doesn't exactly need a leash even though we all you know some dogs don't need them they won't leave you and he feels and, and beaver feels like he's like that he feels he's got like an old man vibe. He feels extremely uh, cantankerous about <laughs> certain things, and you know exactly what he's feeling by the look he gives you about things. Like, I, like he feels like he almost has like an eye roll energy about certain people. And I get them being out in public a lot around strangers. So I don't know what that is. I don't because I'm. It almost feels like urban or something. Because I get him showing me a lot of energies that pass and he tries to stand between you and other people. So he's like protecting Galen or something in his way, or just at least asserting, this is my human, you know, keep your distance like that. But I'm seeing, he's showing me weird people. Like he's like, okay, who's this? What's this? What's going on here? Like that. So who knows who that is? But according to Bieber, they're odd and it's his job to limit your contact with them. So you don't have to deal with them. He's got it. Okay. He and feels like a great like empath buffer. He's like, you talk to me before you talk to her. Okay? okay. Like that. All right. Now let me look at his picture. Okay. Here's Bieber. Okay. I feel that he likes to eat peaches from Georgia. Them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he prefers. Prefers. Get it? Um, <laughs> prefers? Prefer. Like, Why'd you say? Well, he's a, okay. Oh, no, he's a dog. He's yeah. a dog. That doesn't work. Okay. Um, <laughs> He likes oversized collars, though. Oh, he likes to wear oversized collars. Okay, very specific, Scott. Yeah, I like, he, like that. You know, like, I'm not even going to go into it. Oh, <laughs> no, because you're, oh. All right, just make fun of my jokes now. Yeah, yeah all right. when Justin Bieber wore, wore the, the oversized, oversized suit. suit. You get, I already yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm mixing up my dogs and cats. But speaking of cats. List, last one. All right, let me do this one. I'm going to do this one. Oh, you're going to do this one? Okay, read oh, yeah, it for us. All right, this is Lucifer. <laughs> I am thoroughly convinced he's not a cat, but a warlock that got punished, like Salem from the OG Sabrina. And let me tell you, I am looking at this picture. This cat came straight out of the Animal Horror House, possibly. (laughs) She, she, he could have been at the Riddle House. He could have been at the Ann Stevens House uh, with us. You know, crazy. What is going on here? He looks like the cat from um, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, but that picture. (laughs) No, that's a great picture. So Lucifer is a black cat. We'll put his picture up. You know, there's always a lot of stigma all around black cats, but they're wonderful and they're not bad luck. And uh, they're what? Lucifer. Lucifer is scary. Lu, no, Lucifer is just really smart. Oh, he's smart. Lucifer okay. is really smart. He, I, you know what? That human thing. Yeah. Like he talks. I feel like he can vocalize very effectively. I feel like he is really passive aggressive if he doesn't like what's going on in the house he will break things he will be like you didn't do this oh here i'm gonna do this to you pay best pay attention um he feels like an indoor cat but i feel like he could hack it outside mean and i just get that on cats if they're just have a high prey drive or something and he does feel like he uh what else do i get i Hold on. I get something with him where does he prefer men? Because that's just kind of like, or is there a man in the house he tends to prefer or something? Because I get him showing me male energy and liking that. 
And I feel like he especially enjoys people that don't like cats. But, you know, getting to know them the best. So, you know, like how people come over and they're like, oh, I don't like cats or whatever. Like he, like Lucifer be like, hey, I'm going to sit all over you and <laughs> talk to you. So he definitely has an awareness of himself and, and how he makes other people feel. He's he's cool cat. I like Lucifer. Well, he's scaring me. That like, picture is scary. I like evil cats. There's definitely a I, I think that's great. I, I truly believe there is a warlock in there. <laughs> like was that guy Gand- Gandalf for a uh, – Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah. Did, uh, did you mix up? Um, I, might, I probably did. Well, mixed, I already mixed up dogs and you cats. You mixed up, I think, Lord of the Rings. Oh, is that Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. You, you see, you're not a gamer green. Yeah. Gamer green no would green. know that. Okay. Maybe Harry Potter's in there. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We got a couple ads, and then we're doing aura alignment. This week, we got to try Catalina Crunch cereal. And let me tell you, we've all... <laughs> been eating it nonstop since we got it. It tastes great and it's zero sugar, low carb, very high protein. It's a great alternative to other healthy cereals, which might not taste the way you like them to. And and definitely a much better alternative to those artificially flavored cereals. I see my kids eating it. I've been eating it. There's tons of great flavors plus variety packs. You can give a few or all of them a try. So I have been doing sugar-free mornings and this helps me contribute to my success in that area. And also at night, sometimes I'm just so hungry, but I don't want to, and I want something crunchy and I want something, this is perfect for that. It satisfies all my cravings and I don't feel awful after I eat it. I feel good. Catalina Crunch Cereal has the crunch you crave without the added sugar. It's low carb, high protein, zero sugar. You feel fuller, longer, and it's made with clean ingredients. There's nothing artificial in Catalina Crunch Cereal. Taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five stars. They've got eight craves-worthy flavors to choose from. Cinnamon Toast, my, my personal fave. Dark Chocolate, really good when I have a craving. It's really good. Chocolate peanut butter, chocolate banana, honey graham, fruity, maple walnut, and mint chocolate. Every flavor is delicious on its own, but try mixing them together for some truly mouthwatering combos. Not sure which flavor to try first. Just grab a variety pack. See what you like. Don't be surprised if you fall in love with all of them. Um, Okay, so see why Catalina Crunch is the fastest growing cereal brand in America. Just go to catalinacrunch.com slash K-Y-A for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's catalinacrunch.com slash K-Y-A. Not sure which flavor to start with? Just try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's catalinacrunch.com slash K-Y-A for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, life can be very overwhelming at times and people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless, trapped, detached, numb, fatigue, more. Personally, when I am burned out, I just want to disconnect from my own brain. I get very numb. I don't take any time for myself. It's It feels like I'm just going through the motions in life. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's been causing stress in your life. What I've learned with my counselor at BetterHelp is taking care of myself is taking care of my family because I need to be at 100% so I can be the mom and wife that they deserve. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Know your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash K-Y-A. That's BetterHelp better and then h-e-l-p dot com slash k-y-a i have been trying to cut down on my sugar and when you do that you realize that you can't eat anything that you've been eating anymore like my habits have been so off what has helped me with that magic spoon magic spoon has zero grams of sugar 
13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It's only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple, waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, plus the newly reformulated honey nut flavor, that will now be added to Magic Spoon's permanent collection. I absolutely love their honey nut flavor. It is the perfect late night snack. It's the perfect morning breakfast. Keeps me full. And it's healthy, but it's also delicious. It's just a way to eat better for yourself where you don't feel like you're sacrificing. So go to magicspoon.com slash KYA to grab a custom bundle of cereal. And be sure to use our promo code KYA at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember... Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash KYA and use the code KYA to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. We talk a lot about healing on here, out in the world. It's constantly find what's broken with you and fix it. And for a lot of us, that's important. That's important to do all the time. But there's there's another side to it. And it's also realizing where you are in alignment and understanding how it feels like when we're in alignment so we can not only get comfortable with identifying where we're broken and where we do need healing, but also comfortable with where we feel okay I feel like there's three different feelings we end up having, like very generally speaking, broken, numb, and aligned. So today I wanted to talk about alignment. So what does it look like when we feel good? What does it feel like to feel good? What does alignment feel like? So many times we're normalized in broken areas of our lives. Life hits us and we have no control over that. It's impossible to always be okay. It's impossible to feel happy all the time. And that's probably not going to happen. What's What your goal needs to be, and I've talked about this on the podcast, is wholeness, not happiness. And being aligned is part of wholeness. That means that you can have imperfect things happening to you, but you still have a tether. The tether to the world that is beyond us. You still have an anchor inside of you and you know how to tug on it. And when you do tug on it, it's not just a floating chain in a vast sea of nothingness. It's holding on to something somewhere. That's what we're looking for here. No matter the storm you experience outwardly, that chain will always connect. So today let's talk about what it feels like when you know you're tethered, when you feel wholeness, when you know that you are aligned. So I'm going to go through some ways that you can understand what alignment means and then what it looks like in each aura color. Okay, so first thing I came up with for alignment, and, and here's the thing. You can go online and you can see all sorts of stuff. Some people will be like, oh, you know you're in alignment when you're seeing angel numbers and um, feathers and, and yes, all that stuff too because your, your angels and your spirit guides will definitely give you messages when you're on the right track, for sure. This is kind of more a feeling. So I wanted to focus on the feeling of it today, the feeling of you within, not anything outside of you that would signal to you that you're in alignment, something inside of you that you can always keep in control and have, have check on. So that so today I'm focusing on the feeling. And, and another reason why I wanted to focus on the feeling is because when we talk about manifesting, you have to know what it feels like to feel good so you can practice that feeling. Because as I talked about in the empath manifestation episode, um, when was that? Was that the beginning of the year? You know, I forget these things. At some point, I talked about how uh, for empaths, for a lot of us highly sensitive people, we need to 
feel how it feels once we get what we want. So feeling alignment and understanding what alignment feels, if you feel that in you now and you practice feeling that, what happens is the world will align to you. What happens when you like attract like. So if you can practice feeling aligned, your world will align. Anyhow, so the first thing I came up with was supporting yourself. Eckhart Tolle says, align being and doing for joyful creation. I love that. So being aligned isn't just a feeling, it's action. We're here, each single one of you listening here is here to do amazing things. We are here to support ourselves so we can do those things. And whatever is going on in your lives, when we feel okay enough to support our own well-being, that is alignment. This is the nitty-gritty self-care work we all need to be doing on the daily and not feel bad about. It's meditation. It's good sleep habits. It's health. Sometimes... It looks like not picking up the phone to deal with that toxic person that you feel like you should be dealing with or saying no to something which you felt like you should go to, but you really don't want to. I mean, that is action towards being aligned. When you are aligned, you will find yourself making this more of a priority and less of an afterthought. You're doing things which require learning and growth. You're making the appointments to deal with stuff you've left off for years. It could be as simple as all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to the dentist. I haven't been in 10 years. I have this horrific fear of the dentist, but I'm going. I'm doing it. It doesn't feel good, but you know it's good for you. You're finally making that call to get maybe your bills in order or even taking the uncomfortable steps to face the stuff you've been distracting from. You find yourself actively creating a context in which you yourself are prioritized and you realize that you're not selfish. You're actually selfless when you do this because, and I see this all the time in readings. And like I said, I say this all the time. I do these readings. Okay. I'm just a person. So spirit will use me as a conduit. And a lot of times my own self, I'm like, I should be listening to this. This is great advice from spirit, but I get to see it in all of you when I get to do readings, which is really a blessing. Um, I see how special each one of you are. Every I've never read somebody who's not special in some way. Every single one of you, like the most beautiful part of me being able to do readings is I can see where you're special and how you're special, okay? And it is divine and it is beautiful. But then I'll see all the things that you think you're doing to be a good person that actually minimizes the special part of you that actually diminishes your light, that actually keeps you from contributing what you're supposed to be contributing to the world. So on the spirit side of things, they're like, no, no, no. It's actually selfish to dim your light for other people's wishes. It's actually selfless to support and create a context for yourself where you are a a priority, where you do self-prioritize because then those gifts that you came here with to contribute shine and they do what they're supposed to do. And I hope that makes sense because when you prioritize your abilities, you're not wasting them. Your purpose is finally for good use. Your energy then goes to the people and places it should go, not the energy dumps it has been going to. All right. So that was number one. You align being and doing for joyful creation. You support yourself to do what you need to do to make yourself a priority. The second one I came up with was you enter a state of awareness, a silent state of awareness. Deepak Chopra says, you must find the place inside yourself where nothing is impossible. When I was talking about that anchor, we all need to find That's what this is about. The only place you need to find yourself concerned with is the one inside of you. And there are so many cliches to this. And I know that. How many times have you heard on movies, it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. It matters what you think of you. Okay. But but what if your programmed voice and all the walls and fortresses you built around your actual voice are telling you horrible things, then it's not, then, then you, 
What I'm trying to say is a lot of us confer with our ego voice instead of our higher self voice, meaning a lot of us confer with the voice that's programmed from society and our upbringing and all our insecurities and all the things that keep us down in the same. That's the voice. It's like you shouldn't or don't or that's selfish or that's stupid or that will not be well received. Like a lot of us confer with that voice, care what other people think. You won't fit in. You're going to hurt other people's feelings if you go do this thing that makes you special or whatever. We confer with that voice until we know better. So you may have been conferring with that voice your whole life, but that's not the voice you need to uh, care about. There's a voice under that, and that's your higher self voice. If you don't differentiate the programmed ego voice inside of you, it will rule you. And the whole point of spiritual alignment is to go beyond that state into the real state of you. That's like source you, higher self you, whatever you want to call it, that, the tethered you. When you learn to trust that voice above all others, you will have a lot more control. You will feel one with the universal truth, which surrounds us all. You will feel at peace with your choices, even when you know they aren't welcomed by everyone around you. That's a source energy feeling. It's very neutral. That feeling inside of you, when you connect with it, it's neutral. It's peaceful. It doesn't sugarcoat anything. It's not loud or obnoxious in how it connects to you. It's simply there, present, and very real. It's sturdy. It's the voice in yourself when you tell somebody, no, I'm not going to that event, and they tell you, you've disappointed me, and blah, 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 and this and that. There's a part of you that feels bad that they feel that way, but the source you is like, but I still made the right decision, and you sleep great that night. That source you and you have to get there and that's what all this is about. <laughs> we're all, we're digging to get there and, and you might develop it in some places more than others. For example, sometimes I'll see some of you like in your work selves, like your work versions of yourself, the, the version of you that goes to work. Uh, like maybe you're a teacher and you're dealing with kids and you're like, listen, I know you don't like me, but you need this extra help after school and I'm mandating it. Oh, I know you don't like me, but I know this is best for you. That's like you connecting with higher self source energy. You're confident in it. And even though you understand how it's perceived, you're like, I'm sorry, but I know this is for you. It's the best for thing for you. But I'll, then you can't take that at home. Like when you say something and your significant other has issues, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm internalizing it. So you can have it in some places and not others. So if you can try to think about places where you do have it and then extend it to the places where you don't, it can help you. And if you find yourself understanding that if you approach your life in this way with that source energy conferring with your higher self instead of your ego voice, you can be a source of peace and neutrality in any situation, no matter how chaotic. The third thing I came up with is, man, your goal is joy. Joy, Esther Hicks says, this is a long one, but I loved it. Let your alignment with well-being be first and foremost and let everything else be secondary. And not only will you have an eternally joyous journey, but everything you have ever imagined will flow effortlessly into your experience. There is nothing you cannot be or do or have, but your dominant intent is to be joyful the doing and the having will come into alignment once you get that one down. And I think that's what we're talking about with empath manifestation. That's what kind of like I want you all to understand. Like if you can internalize a feeling, it doesn't matter the actual things that will come. They'll just help you support. They'll just bring you that feeling. They'll match that feeling. If you can be joyful, joyful things that you can never even fathom in your wildest dreams will find you and align to you people and opportunities and situations but you have to internalize that really great feeling of alignment of joy so in anything you do let's ask ourselves what is the joy here and in that seemingly little question you will find such remarkable answers and the answers are not anyone else's but your own. This world, from the very get-go, from when you're a little two-year-old kid and somebody's telling you, come on, stop playing with, with that flower. Let's go. We got to go. We got to get out of here. Come on. From that very moment, you have been told by this world, 
keep moving forward and be in emotional coma. Stop noticing joy. We are constantly told, move forward, keep going, don't linger. But in the lingering, in the tiny moments, that is where joy and beauty live. It's not forward we go, it's inward to find joy. There is no joy down some who knows where road. There is only joy within us. So when we manifest, we have to find that joy inside of us. That's where it lives. So prioritizing joy, just like we see children and animals do, that's a skill that we must relearn. You already know how to do it. You just have to relearn it. I see you all do it in such amazing ways when you do, though, reading, crafting, gardening, making plans and looking forward to them. I see you baking, creating moments out of this life which which are magical, creating wonderful soul friendships with other people. You have to find what makes you happy. It's work. And it's so hard because so many thoughts will come in and tell you that it's unnecessary, superfluous, it's selfish, it's meaningless. But the point of aligning yourself is to align yourself to joy. And you are in total control of that. It's not something you chase. It's not something you go to. Rather, it's something you become. And you can do it, but you got to work on it every day. And I'm working on it too. So today, become a treasure hunter for joy. In the tiniest moments, be the detective of joy. Where can you spot it? Where can you internalize it? Where can you spread it? Where can you articulate it? Force yourself to be in that mindset like you were when you were a kid before somebody said, come on, let's go. We got things to do. Move it. Four, number four, the fourth thing I came up with is when you're aligned, you're driven by a purpose. So when you're in alignment, you understand what your goal is here on this earth plane. I mean, it can change a bit here or there, but you will see your own gifts and know how they are part of the greater picture. You will be using your own authentic gifts to help others, to better our world. It's not about you anymore, and you know that. Um, I read this story on Facebook. You know, you read these stories, you don't know if they're real or not, but it was like a good, it was a good story. It's like, a, Anyways, it was about a man somewhere... This is, I didn't even like prepare to talk about this. It just popped in my head. Um, it was a man somewhere and he spent, I don't know, past 30 years or something planting trees and he, and you know, he's older now and it was a whole forest and he did that on his own every day, this amazing forest and animals live there and it's, it's going to continue growing long past his time on this earth. He did that. And you know what? He gets it. He gets what this is about. For the ego part of ourselves, we can find a story like that really overwhelming and depressing. Like, wow, he planted a whole forest and he won't even be able to get all the fruits of it. Yeah, that's not the point. He already got the fruits of it. He already got the point. He has it. For the soul part of us, though, that's very inspirational. Asking yourself how you can contribute, how you can add to the threads of change, how you can plant a seed to a legacy you may never see grow in your own lifetime. That's the purpose-driven life. And when you latch on to that, you align to the real reason we are here, that fifth dimensional reason, that energetic reason to give of ourselves in the most positive way possible. Because I'm going to tell you something, and I don't quite know how this works, but I do know it works this way. When we move on, when we transition to what's after this, you are the energy you contributed. Think about that. When you move on past this, you are part of the energy you contributed. So it's not it's actually not a waste. <laughs> it's, it's the energy you put towards something that's bigger than you. That's the thing you're creating. And, and like I said, when you latch on to that, when you align to the real reason we are here to give, our, to give of ourselves in the most positive way possible, it, it's, that's, that's it. That's your purpose-driven life in the way that it works for you, in the way that's authentic for you, in a way that brings you joy. Others have done it for us, and it's our turn to give of that to the people who come after who will do the same. So what is your purpose? I often feel it lies in the things you don't think much of as strengths. 
You all have one. Your listening ear, your ability to fix things, your care and concern for those who need it. Maybe it's the neighbor who takes... I got all these examples, by the way, from readings and such I did this week. It's the neighbor who takes in the kids for dinner every week whose parents are going through a rough patch. It's the nurse who speaks up for the kid who doesn't have a voice. It's the person who finds the stray hungry cat and doesn't look the other way. Do these seem like normal everyday things? They're not. That's that's source right there. That's the purpose-driven life. So now I wanted to talk about how being aligned looks in each aura color. You know, we always talk about how the aura colors are and when they're balanced and and unbalanced and what they look like when they're raging or when they're this way or that way. Let's talk about what they look like when they're aligned. And I just did this really quick because, again, it's going to be different for every one of us. I do tend to find that people's purposes are usually influenced by their auras. So reds, when a red aura is in alignment, I mean, they are, first of all, they, they're usually in good health, like good, in good shape. They like to work out. Okay. They just do. They like to work out more than the rest of us. Good for them. Anyways. And they feel very in charge and they feel very heard and respected and they feel like they're making choices in life. So that's their kind. That's how they find their joy. They feel like they have a bit of control. When a blue aura is in alignment, they feel helpful and needed. They feel as though they are in pay it forward relationships. They don't need a thank you. They just know, they just need to know they're contributing to the greater good in what they do to people who are going to do the same for more people who are going to do the same for more people and onward we go. Yellows, when they're in alignment, they feel really successful. They feel like they're growing. They're, they're super curious. They, they feel like they're learning. They're getting things done, which are making more, life more streamlined in order to facilitate the same for themselves and those around them. So um, they're creating systems in which they can stay curious and stay learning and stay growing. Green people, aligned green people feel very challenged, feel like they can really explore their creative visions. They feel as if they can take what they do and perfect it, creating change and better systems for the whole of all involved. They have time to, they feel like they really have time to look into stuff that is interesting to them. They can really sit and research something and explore it and create it and and learn more about it. And they they don't feel like it's, it's like a waste. Like they feel like it's a contribution. Aligned purple people are looking forward to life. They find joy in it and excitement. They feel like they can express themselves in different ways in different places. They don't feel stuck in one identity. They can, they can be more fluid with who they are. They feel honored by the ones they love to accept these transformations as they happen. So they can change and they don't feel bad about it. Indigos have an aligned indigo has a lot of time and energy to process their own emotions alone time and transfer them to what others can understand. Oftentimes they can take the nuances of their experiences and really put them out there for others to think upon and use for themselves. Um, And and aligned indigos feel like they have really great one-on-one relationships where they're making a difference and truly connecting to others in that way. An aligned pink aura has support and ability to make beautiful moments for themselves and others to create imaginative worlds, to feel like they're having fun. They're really good at finding joy. Pinks are really naturally good at finding joy and they want to help you find joy too. So go find a pink and be friends with them and let them do their thing. And they're going to help you with the finding the joy thing because that's an aligned pink loves to play in life. They love to feel imaginative and creative and excited. They like to get lost in their own worlds and then find insight and dive further into it and and an aligned pink is they shrug it off like okay you're not you don't understand it that's okay and then they forget about it (laughs) they forget about you if you don't get it an aligned turquoise feels heard and feels seen and they can become very attuned to their own voice this way and then they find ways to connect and express which feels natural to them in the moment they feel very creative and curious they feel like they can try different things without it having to be a label. I think labels can stress out a turquoise. They just want to try different things and not necessarily get like labeled for it as anything. Um, 
random, nothing to do with any of this. My turquoise kid loves the song Reflection. Um, the Mulan, It's from Mulan, the Disney movie Mulan. She loves that. I just thought that is such a turquoise song. I was really listening to the lyrics. I'm like, oh, it's a good one. So for you turquoises out there, maybe put that on your playlist today and see if it speaks to you. Okay. I hope this helped you identify where in your life you can feel aligned, where you can foster more feelings of alignment, because remember what we are, we attract. Like attracts like. Get in alignment in the ways that you can and more aligned things will come to you, making you feel happy, safe, and above all, tethered to that beautiful source place that lives within you. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So now that we're both in alignment this yes, week, this we week. are. And we don't know how long that's going to last. No, it, it actually <laughs> just ended. <laughs> the alignment just left. Just, it's over. It just left. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was playing video games during your thing, trying to get that green. And it's there. You see it now, don't you? It's over now. It's over. Okay. No. But anyway, I, I think another thing, when you are in that alignment, and I, I learned this from you. I did not come up with this by myself. <laughs> um, I, that's the time to take the gratitude and really... Be thankful at that time, and you know, I, and I and I have to do that more. I think I, I know I have to do that. Yeah, more. You do. I, I have to. You know, when I'm in that moment, when yeah. that momentum is going and the alignment is going well, I have to take the, that moment to continue with the gratitude. Because then I, you know, I always feel myself when I'm in that alignment. My, I guess you'd call it the ego. I think this is what you, yeah, you call the ego. It, my, it chips away at it and says like, eh, you know, you get fear. Yeah, like oh. Hurry up before it goes away. Hurry up. Exactly. Hurry exactly. up. Don't stop. Oh, this can't last long. Yeah. You're at the you're at the top of the hill. You're going to go down now. Okay. How You've are already you? reached because that's your you're, ego. You're reading my mind. Because I know you. <laughs> no, I've never told I, you that No, before. but I know you. That's like a I know you oh, thing. Really? That's like 20 years that's together. That's psychic. Wait, that's wait, wait 22 years together. Wait, that's thing. not even psychic. That's just I know you. Yeah. Oh. You're not that hard. But that's true. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I think. That's how you work. Like you're like. Oh, this, you, anytime you make any headway in your life on anything, you're always like, this could, this is good. It possibly is going to get, and now somebody's going to like take it away from me. Yeah. So I better, I better hurry up. And then that's when the desperation right. creeps and then in. I should, well, that's what I do. I start, then I start yeah. to go more into it, more and more and more. Yeah. And you're saying I should pull but back. But we all do it in some way. That's what our yeah. egos do. You have to find the way your ego comes. Because honestly, alignment is something that can happen when you're, high or low like align you know your life could be kind of a mess you can still be in aligned just because it's about wholeness and finding that center in yourself that is not conditional to anything happening out happening outside of you but gratitude is how you keep that stability within you that wholeness yeah. stable within you but yeah gratitude right. which i didn't even cover that's how you can sustain it Okay. Well, I am truly grateful, and I'm grateful for all our listeners yes. and all the support they give us. Yes. And, you know, anytime these articles that we, that I get or whatever you get come out, they're always you know supportive. Oh, yeah. You know, and they share them. And I'm so great. And the ideas. Yeah. They, and the ideas. They give me oh, yeah. ideas. No, all you do. all give us these. You're always like, reach out this, or you should yeah. do this person, or, or talk about this, or talk about that. And we're so grateful for that because you give us like the best ideas, yeah. and we try to take them from you, like what you want to hear about or what you're interested in, yeah. for sure. And they're, yeah, they're always looking out for us. They're you know they they're, they write to people themselves. Yes, I, mean, I know. Um, they're amazing. One of our listeners, Sophia, led me to. A great deal that we yeah, landed. You right. Know? So it's, it's incredible. And, I, and and we truly thank all of you yeah. for listening and uh, just being part of it. Uh, and, yes. And I'm just really grateful for, for the listeners. I'm grateful for the community. Um, I go on there. I'm very grateful. I see how people make connections. I see how people help each other. I see how people get, lend each other support. That's very positive. I mean, I, yeah. I sit in that and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, no. And, and they're, the one, they're the ones that make the Mystic McKella spiritual family page so yeah. amazing. You know, they're the ones that post and they, they pour out their guts and then people are so kind. There, there's never – I mean I can count on my hands Very the amount rare. of negativity Very that's rare. been on that page. And, and, and in the Facebook world, that's like unheard of. That's crazy. Our page – we yeah. have the – I said this before, but we have the best. We've got great people. We've got Facebook great admins. Group, great we have admins. very dedicated admins. Yeah. Make sure the vibe stays high. Yeah. Um, but it's not even an issue really. Never. All right. Well, we are so appreciative for you all. Thank you for spending some time with us today. This podcast is for you and about you, and you all take care.
If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.